Welcome to Amplified. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. Well, good morning from D.C. This is Ken Rashawn on Amplified Voice America channel. How are you, Andrea? I'm absolutely wonderful. Today is a great day. The lilacs uh, made it through all the frost and the snow. So I walked over to my friends today and just, oh, I'm in super happy land. Oh, and I literally had a spring in my step, a song in my voice and skipped with a basket full of kittens this weekend, Ken. And I've always told you once I hit that, I know that my whole life is going to change. Oh, good, (laughs) good. Glad to hear it. So how did you meet uh, Dave Stevens? Oh, um, well, can we uh, first tell everybody about our sponsors and so forth? Okay. (laughs) And then I'm trying to get it live on Facebook. So will you share uh, what you have been up to and what's been going on for you while I'm doing that? Sure. We have an exciting event this Sunday. It's a children's author launch, Heart of Gold with Sharon Brown and her daughter are launching a very, very humongous children's author event for multi-authors who are children's authors in the DMV area, DC, Maryland, Virginia area. So if you know someone that is a children's author, we're making a book called Keep Smiling, the children's author edition for the DMV. Awesome. Oh, well, that'll be absolutely beautiful. I'm so excited to hear that. Uh, We are now uh, almost live on Facebook. Here we are. So uh, excellent. Uh, That's exciting. Um, Kenny's going to be there, I assume? Uh, Yes, he will. With his oh, new book, how fun. This Kenny's will be his favorite plays in America. Second, this will be his second uh, event, right? Because he did authors and something in Philadelphia. Yeah, and then I guess it's his third public one. Oh, what was the second one? Uh, the Celebrity Schools with Katie Brooks, and oh, he has yeah. another one this this Friday. Oh, fun! So he's he's, re- he's reading his books at schools now. Oh, so those of you who don't know, uh, K3 Kenny, Ken's son, has authored multiple books now. He celebrates his birthday, June 14th. Uh, So it's very exciting. So if you want to know more about that, reach out to Ken so you can find out how you can get one of Kenny's books. Uh, So uh, congratulations on that. It's a great time for that book to be launched with summer and parents being out and about taking their kids and doing their own fun things. Cool. Any other events that you've been doing? Uh, well, <clears throat> have we been doing, uh, no, I just did some private events. That's all catching up on, uh, lots of photos, trying to name photos for some birthday books to include yours. And, uh, yeah, this is a lot of organizing parts. Awesome. Um, would you like me to do the sponsors now? I would like you to wait. Three seconds. (laughs) All right. Three, two, one. Hey, we want to thank bees.social. They just dropped their DAO and there'll be a new token within the next week called Honey. Uh, So exciting news there. We want to thank the Umbrella Syndicate, the Red Carpet Connection, Perfect Publishing, Amplifluence, and menfashion.com. 
MyMakeupLady.com, Voice America Influencers Channel. And we want you to remember to love on TheKeepSmilingMovement.org. We have switched to TheKeepSmilingMovement.org. And we save lives with smiles by creating a dose of hope so you can be resilient no matter the challenge. Super exciting stuff happening this year uh, for the Keep Smiling Movement. Ken's been out and about taking lots of pictures this year and um, I getting ready to go on a pretty much I'll be gone for a month. So <laughs> it'll be fun. So lots of great things that'll be in store. Where are you going for a month? Um, well, I'm just going lots of places. So uh, this weekend I'll be in New York, although I don't know how many keep smiling pictures I'll take. Uh, let's hope that I can get one of Barry Manilow because <laughs> I'm planning on seeing him. Um, and we're going to be in New York to see Harmony and memory of uh, Kathy Hinton, our friend who uh, died a year ago on Wednesday, which was my birthday. And uh, so we're taking an impromptu trip for driving to New York and seeing Har Harmony, which Barry Manilow uh, helped write and produce, and then returning around and driving right back. <laughs> and then um, I'll be going to uh, at a wonderful event in Miami with Craig Shaw and Kessa Gooding and a whole bunch of other influencers. And then I'll be flying to LA, or excuse me, then flying to Vegas uh, to go to the White Label Conference and an NFT event. And uh, where am I going after that? And then I'll be going to NFT Connect in Austin and then the Consensus Conference and then Celebrity Softball Game in Austin. So lots of stuff going on in the next couple weeks. And then uh, hopefully I'll be hunkering down back in Ohio so I can enjoy the pool. <laughs> well, hopefully Southwest will become a partner so we can get some flights out to these places from my angle. And I know you say every week, uh, please love and uh, key smiling movement and there's probably a lot of money coming in and I want to show people that we're doing great things with that money. So would you, let's make it a practice that every time we ask for that, that we share some success or some miracle that we created with the money. Um, Okay. Uh, so some of the things we can do is talk about, always share the differences that we made. Uh, so uh, I forget who I was talking to yesterday. Um, it might've been, I don't, I don't remember who it was. It'll come back to me, but we were talking about the, um, differences that we've made as a movement and the doses of hope that we've created. And I took tally marks, uh, for everybody during COVID who would tell me that they had uh, a date. Oh, I know why uh, I was talking about this. Cause we had somebody who, um, was posting things about they can't take it anymore and that they're done. And so I reached out to them at four o'clock in the morning and called them and texted them to make sure they were okay, to make sure that they could make it until today, reminded them to keep smiling, integrated all my learnings that I have and stuff I've created for the Keep Smiling movement. And it's interesting that that occurred because earlier in the day, I was referencing the 43 people that I tallied that had a date, a time, and a weapon of choice to take their life during COVID that um, admitted after the fact, after they were, you know, still with us and realizing they could still smile every day that the keep smiling movement made a difference. So Ken either took their picture or handed them a card or they ran into me or they were on a show with us. And of those 43 people, two of them happened to be quite instrumental in the personal development field. So to have people like that admit stuff like that to us, that's a huge, big honor. And we are making a difference in people's lives. And those are just the people who admitted it to us, Ken. There's so many more. We are making right. a difference and it's quite beautiful. 
So as long as we um, show, uh, as people give donations, as people purchase or invest in books, as they do anything, as long as we are showing that to uh, the world and what we're doing, uh, then that makes it uh, easier for us to get grants and more donations. So that's what the IRS expects of a 501c3 is for us to um, let them show everything. So the more we show, the more we we can receive. It's one of those things. It's the opposite of, you know, uh, you know, when you're really, when you have a lot of money, then you don't need it and people give it to you. Well, we need the money, but we have to show that we're getting money in order to get money. So it's, so that's what we need. We need your dollars and love so that we can put out this curriculum and really change people's lives. And we hope to have on a website, a way of actually showing you how much money's coming in, how the money's being used and the success stories that we're doing so that. Oh, that would be great. Inspiring. Yeah. So we're going to a part five of the dose of hope and we hope to print that this week. So if you have sent your chapter in and you want to get books, please send it in and remind us to print you as well. Sounds lovely. Very exciting. Well, it is very lovely. I mean, it's <laughs> lovely on another level. <laughs> and that, would you like me to bring Dave on now? I would love it. <laughs> so everybody this morning, um, it's, uh, I'm kind of giggling with having a week off last week. I came in today and it was like, I forgot how to do a radio show. I'm like, where's my headset? I forgot. <laughs> and it's funny. So uh, I don't like having a week off. I like always being live and being here uh, because I get off my kilter. So <laughs> Ken, we're going to have to figure that out. We're going to have to figure out how we can do these live on planes because Ken was on a plane last week um, doing a Keep Smiling event in Denver. So lots of new people from Denver. So if you are in the Denver area and want to be included with those books, please reach out because uh, he'll be, I'm sure, going back. So lots of fun things. All right. So our next guest, uh, super exciting this week is Dave Stevens. Uh, Ken uh, Ken had mentioned him earlier because um, I met him a year ago at the Celebrity Softball Game. Ken normally goes and covers that. And last year, because of uh, K3 turning eight last year, uh, Ken wasn't able to go because his son's birthday party. What a great reason to miss. And so I went in his place and uh, photographed people holding the Keep Smiling card. And one of those people was Dave Stevens. Dave Stevens has an amazing story. Uh, uh, born bilateral amputee, which means legless, uh, was put up for adoption, was adopted by a beautiful family that encouraged him to just fit into the normal world and be a normal, regular kid, which he did and excelled and won all kinds of uh, uh, made records uh, at his school in uh, baseball, wrestling. I forget the other sport. He'll share it with us. And then he went on to uh, do some major wonderful things. He's the only uh, athlete in sports history to have played for these like the um, minor league baseball and the NCAA. And I think the other one, CFB, he'll correct me if I'm wrong. Um, that's legless. So how cool is that? And then he also became an ESPN broadcaster and has multiple Emmys and has done so much impact in the world on helping people with uh, multiple abilities and people who are overcoming challenges super great guy. And uh, he's uh, going to be sharing something even more fun with us today is when it comes to overcoming a challenge, this man has overcome a challenge today, literally. <laughs> You'll see when he comes on, he was bitten by a dog on the nose. <laughs> so, so he's coming to us looking like he lost that fight. <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, yeah, last night I'd been babysitting a friend's dog, 13-year-old, uh, one of those Toto dogs from the Wizard of Oz, and I was lifting her on the bed, and she just turned and, and chomped. So she took a pretty good chunk, and I've already got a big enough nose anyway, so to draw any more attention to it, uh, you know, at my age, it, it doesn't matter. So, But I'm so happy to be hey, here. So if you can uh, uh, handle my ugliness today, we'll, we'll have a good time. I can handle your beauty, but I do want you to, I do want you to say this. We'll go ahead and do this snippet by itself so that you could actually have some humor and also, I guess, a little revenge. So I want you to say, I'm going to ask you a question. You're going to pretend like this is the beginning of the show. Are you ready for that? All right. So my goodness, you seem like you got to fight with a dog and you're going to say, wow, you should see the other dog. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Right. So, so uh, Dave, Man, wow, it looks like you're in a little bit of a rumble. Yeah, you should see the other dog. Yeah, I uh, I got my licks in. That's uh, I guess as they say, the hair of the dog that bit you. And and so yeah. now I've, I've got both. But I'm Good fine. job. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if we hadn't talked to such a great degree the other day, you might have just said, we're rescheduling the show. But God bless you. And by the way, had you told me earlier today, I would have actually done my thing too. I would have looked like I got in a boxing match. Yeah, I just hope it heals. I have so many uh, appearances this week that who you know I'm going to look like that escaped felon who's all beat up. So I don't want people to uh, you know uh, you know pose pictures with me or anything like that. But hey, when you have no legs, they're staring at other stuff anyway. So it really doesn't. I could have three eyes and they're they're looking down at my lower parts. So you know, it just keeps so, me smiling. <laughs> so Dave, what about the uh, what about the bandaid that is like the transparent one? I've got everything. I got Neosporin. I've got antibacterial salve. I've got uh, oh, uh, the best part was the liquid, uh, the liquid uh, uh, bandaid that you've put on because oh. it's been mm -hmm. leaking and running, and uh, you know. So I, I just I hope it doesn't scar too much. But you know, I've I've had worse. I've got a shoulder pain that is uh, just I've torn my rotator cuff three times, and now I had the vaccine uh, booster a couple weeks ago that has decimated my shoulder. So. I now have challenges almost as a one-armed guy with no legs. So uh, I'll, I'll just oh, keep going and doing my thing until I can't, you know, I'm like that guy in uh, the Monty Python movie where they've cut off the arms and legs and I can still bite yeah. you, right? I can still yeah, bite you. Come back. <laughs> oh, is that the one where the blood is squirting everywhere? Yeah, he's just yeah. got, you know, no arms, no legs, and blood's just pumping because they've cut off yeah, everything. But that's the picnic one, right? It's the picnic? <laughs> yeah. It's the picnic? It's the... Um, the Holy Grail when they're they're fighting. Oh, the Holy Grail. The castle and they've attacked. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Okay. And, you yes. know, well, featured in. Well, I was thinking Lock. about the. Mm -hmm. you know, I was thinking about the 1920s version of "It's a Lovely Day" and they're all on the beach and the person actually chops off a person, uh, arm or leg, and they they're laughing as the <laughs> blood squirting everywhere. I, that that's a different Monty Python, but it it it's. Almost yeah. better. <laughs> for your viewers and listeners are going, what the heck are they talking about? Oh, I love it a lot. And no, we do have some listeners that are over 40. Don't worry about it. Dave. That's We're good. good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we had a great conversation the other day. And thank you, Andrea, for putting us together. I would like to start the show a little bit different. I would like to say to Andrea, how did you meet Dave? And tell us your experience before we go into the show. I 
Well, first of all, I want to publicly uh, take this moment to apologize to Ken. And what a great way to do this in front of Dave Stevens, who um, is in front of millions of people. I have a VA and well, actually I don't have any more. He had an earthquake and so he hasn't had electricity and hasn't been able to work with me. And he is told specifically to always make sure to use all the watermarked photos that Ken takes and always uh, tag Ken on everything that I do, because you guys know I've been with Ken for seven years. I am relentlessly loyal and faithful to the movement, to working with him, to everything that we've done together. I mean, just um, amazingly have been on task. And my VA uh, posted a picture in March of me being interviewed by Extra. And he used an original photo that was not to go on, on Facebook. And I didn't know it did. He, I write things for him and he posted them for me and put it up and did not tag Ken Rashawn. So I want everyone to know that that should be at the Umbrella Syndicate tagged and photo credit to Dr. Ken Rashawn, AKA Dr. Smiley for that because people do deserve to be acknowledged and recognized for what they do. Dave's going to fall asleep. So I asked for forgiveness that he didn't follow directions. And I, you're not forgiven. For you're not forgiven. There's not no way take, I, that I did not check his work, but he doesn't work for me anymore. So um, I have new people coming in today or no tomorrow. I have uh, two new people coming in. So we'll make sure to utilize. Do you accept her forgiveness? Yes, and, and I'll just hold up my watermarks for the entire show over my shoulders. God bless you. Everything, Perfect. Right? I'm going <laughs> to hold up this. I'm going to hold up this mouse because it's connected to a computer that's behind this computer. I want to give credit to everything. In fact, this is a coaster that I actually sometimes use for my coffee, and I want to make sure that gets credit. You know, Dave, just so you know, this was not part of the show, and I don't want it to be part of the show, but we're going to exit it out real quickly. I don't need credit on a show that I'm the host of that reaches four people. I want credit on Facebook. Actually, that gives Ken, an algorithm you know, we reach a hundred, uh, we reach a lot of people. We've had over 2.5 million listens. We had uh, a press release go out about this show. Um, and Dave has uh, uh, listeners from all over the place of being a seven um, an Emmy awarded person. So I don't think you realize the impact that we have. And this wasn't about right. giving you credit here. This was about apologizing for an error that I made. And I want to be very transparent and open and apologize for that publicly. So please accept that. I do. I do. I was just kidding when I said I didn't accept. How does Dr. Smiley not accept that? Next time in March, when your VA puts up a photo, try and check it in between now and May 9th or whatever it is and see if there's some credit because you were getting acknowledgments for it. And so I just made that point. Yeah. So Dave, are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready to go into a show without drama? Because I think there's drama now. I think, I think I'm about to get a, a bite in the nose from uh -huh. Andrea and I'm, I'm going to apologize for the fact that I made the comment that I didn't get credit. But here's the deal, Dave. Real quickly, it's my show, and you'd think it's Andrea's because she's been talking more than I have. But here we go. Most people take my photo, and they chop it, and they get all these comments. And I just say, golly gee, I made the photo. I didn't charge you. I didn't do anything. And so what's the harm in giving me some credit? That's the only thing that was about. So, Dave, let's do a show about you instead of about my photo and the apologies. Uh, no worries. <laughs> you know, I think your nose is going to be the understatement of this show because 
there's so much other crap going on. But here we go. Amplifying goodness and leadership is what we're about. So if you'd be so kind as to let me dial down, shift over, and be powerful for you. So let's start with uh, where you were born. Well, I was born in a hospital in Arizona. Um, my mother put me up for adoption right away. Um, however, she didn't know I was born without legs until after. And uh, I became a, a ward of the state. And luckily, a, a, an aging World War II veteran and a housewife picked me. They took in over 150 foster kids. And I don't know what it was about me, but they kept me. And I was lucky that they did because I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for their love and support and everything that they instilled in me um and i think you know maybe their lack of experience with a ch child with a disability led them to let me do things that most parents wouldn't so I'm, I'm i'm really lucky i i i thank god for how i am i see people worse off than me and i appreciate it and who knows if i had legs i may be a garbage man or a ballerina dancer or uh you know uh who, who knows what i would have been but uh, now i'm just trying to be the best me i can be teach empathy instead of sympathy and just showcase that, uh, you know, if you put your mind to do anything, even at a young age like I did, uh, you know, I had dreams to be on TV, to replace Howard Cosell and to play professional baseball. And to tell a kid without legs, those dreams are crazy, um, you know, but I did it. So if I can do it, I don't think there's a lot of people out there that have any excuses to not at least try to achieve their own goals. Okay, so I have so many questions based on that. So first <laughs> of all, how, why do you need legs to do announcing for professional sports? Well, you, you know, I, I just figure that, you know, especially in those days, uh, handicapped people were still shunned. I mean, we still had institutions in those days where I could have, if I wasn't adopted, I would have been put in this, you know, mental type hospital type for, for people. So, you know, well, I know I, I can see the connection to no legs, mental hospital. I mean, I get that because <laughs> the leg bones connected to the brain bone, right? Right. And that's, it's, <laughs> it's horrible what society was like and, and, you know, sometimes we haven't come so far, but, uh, you know, f for me, I didn't know I was handicapped. I didn't know I was disabled. This was my normal. And, you know, though my parents didn't treat me different. Um, it was the world that treated me different. And so, uh, you know, having those goals and then getting the skills to play baseball and football and have those come along where I wasn't just a gimmick or the kid that you hand a football to that has Down syndrome that gets one free play, like, I never wanted to be that. I had to compete with the best to be the best. And as you grow up and you're beating people with legs out of the lineups and their parents are going to the coaches, how can a kid with no legs beat out my son? And that coach has to say, your kid sucks. He's not good enough. It wasn't a, a pity party. So You know, I'm about to beat up that dog just because of <laughs> how inspiring you are. I do have a question for you. You yeah. said something that triggered me, and it triggered me big time. You said, I don't know why my parents picked me. And, uh, you know, I, I find it hard to believe you never asked your parents why they did pick you. But more importantly, um, for me, it relates to a, sh uh, a movie I saw, Jackie Robinson. And he kept probing the, uh, the owner of the Dodgers, why did you pick me? And he said, eventually, at the very end of the movie, he says, because I saw this African-American player that was unbelievable and he wasn't allowed to play in the big leagues. And I said, you know what? I wonder what he would have done had it just been about humans instead of black and white. So did you ever find out? Did you ever ask that question? 
yeah, you know, I, 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 they thought I had thalidomide or I was with that, but the, the, after years and years of them telling that narrative, uh, it turns out it didn't match up. And then when I reconnected with my birth mother, which is another hour and a half story to talk about, um, I found out that it, she didn't take anything that she thought that caused the deformity. And, um, you know, it was just, she had valley fever. They may have treated it during the pregnancy. They didn't know, um, but poof, out came this baby without legs. And it's tough enough to give a normal baby an opportunity. So to your point, it takes somebody very special to, you know, say, I'm going to take this on. Because how would you know in 1966 what that future was going to be for a kid with no legs? Well, after, uh, I guess, adding some of my heroes that do not have legs and some don't have arms to my top 10 list, I will say that they they overcome everything and they make us proud that being a human is actually not about arms and legs it's about the heart it's about the mind and it's about the purpose so i I, i'll ask you this question i don't know if it's appropriate but here we go if you had arms and legs do you think you'd be as great as you are no i i I would just be like you guys and just ordinary and uh you know i'm i'm just like i'm not a hero i'm not a role model i'm just a guy that utilized my disability and turned it into my ability there wasn't a book to how to play sports for dummies without legs i had to learn to run and throw and catch and things that had never been done before and you know to your point without upsetting your audience i am a legless jackie robinson because i broke that professional barrier of a legless guy playing sports and a legless guy playing. and by the way and you said you weren't a hero and i'll just say for me alone you're a hero just a me alone i'll speak on my behalf you're a hero and you're on the show because you actually change the rules you change the rules that anybody can create anything in their world and you know i'm just a dad but to my son i want to be a dad that actually changes the world so he can see that he can do it too so um do you have kids i have three beautiful boys uh 18 16 and 14 they they, they look so young compared to that photo yeah, it's a few years into what I had hand. I could have pulled an Emmy or something off, but uh, no, I, I, it's been my greatest accomplishment has been being a parent and trying to be a parent with a disability of a child to give them that normal life when we're out in public and everyone stares at me anyway. And, and my mantra has always been, if they're going to stare at me, I might as well give them a show. So it's like, I know all eyes are on me every moment of my day. I can't pick my nose or do anything without people going... There's a guy in a wheelchair without legs. You don't see that every day. Let's stare at him. Let's watch him. So, um, it's Yeah, but just... see, the thing about that, Dave, is you're safe. So many of us that have legs and arms, we're getting photographed and videotaped for picking our nose, and it's going viral. I mean, you are safe of all that ridicule. Yeah, but I'm doing crazy things that aren't going viral. Like yesterday, <laughs> uh, my son has a little person that's on his team, ironically, and I shot some video of him. He scored on a wild pitch. I sent the video to Andrea last night, yeah. and it's this oh, amazing it footage. It's adorable. I didn't want to release it, kind of getting back <coughs> to play it? credit. Uh, oh, um, are we allowed to play it? Maybe. Yeah, let me pull it up. If and you have it. All right. It's, it's, Dave, it's go great. ahead and keep talking about it, yeah. and I'll go ahead. So and it up. it's a great moment. I didn't want to publish it without his permission. I went up to his dad. His dad saw the video. He started crying. And so I just kind of left it alone. My son texted me and goes, hey, Alex posted the video and it's got 10,000 views in an hour. And I'm like, it doesn't have my watermark on it. It has nothing on it, you know, so. Um, <laughs> Give me credit. You know, Give me credit. I need credit. Yeah, yeah. But um, it's, it's, so it's it's like, you know, you, you put out great content and unless you've, you know, hit somebody in the testicles with a baseball, 
that's all people want to click on. We live in a seven-second TikTok mentality world where we don't pay attention, and now everything is social media. I've got to turn it in five seconds or ten seconds or 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 whatever. But uh, you know what you guys do, you know, is so important, and that's why it's important and imperative to keep telling good stories and just keep slapping it out there till somebody shares it and and sees it. And Amen. it just be a moment because so, I have to pull it up here. So just we'll just well, if you if you think we can do it, we can do it at the after the break. We can do it after the yeah, break. So so um, why don't you uh, share your son's names and how proud you are of them? Uh, Brady is eighteen. He's a sophomore in college. Uh, my son's sixteen-year-old Tate is a uh, sophomore and starting on varsity in a big high school, which is pretty cool. Which which I got to do when I was in nineteen eighty-two. So forty years have separated that. <laughs> And my youngest, uh, Luke, is 14 and playing on two baseball teams. So I'm, I'm just so proud that I can live vicariously through them and, and to see what it would have been like for me to have legs playing baseball because they look like me, they play like me, and it's it's really <laughs> – I'm reliving my, you know, uh, youth with – So it's like they Photoshop legs. legs on you? Hey, hey, if you can do CGI, you know, that would be all right. How about Forrest Gump? I mean, come on. Well, I call myself Forrest Gimp. Because I've lived that life of, you know, I pinch it for Daryl Strawberry. I tried it for the Cowboys. I played in the same outfield with Barry Bonds. Uh, so, you know, and I think, uh, I think Dr. Adams, you got the video? Yes, I think she's, there we go. yeah, there it is. So this is Alex coming home on a wild pitch uh, yesterday. A little faster. He was a little slower than that. But uh, oh, just to like watch it uh... and to watch him, you know, and uh, there's a replay here too coming up, but just the exuberance of just the innocence of the he's he number a, one he's a baseball player he's not a, a little person he's not anything you know he scored an important run in the game and look at the embraces from his teammates and the love on their face and just that's just pure you know just fun smiles you yeah. know it's just amazing to watch him play and hit and you know he's trying to swing and, and do all the things that i try to do so i see a lot of myself and him you don't see baseball players our size so i'm going to try to mentor him and help him and now that his video is out, his life may change. And if I help do that, that's awesome. And he's welcome to be part of Dose of Hope, too, or, or Hope is Dope. Hope is Dope is for the uh, under 22-year-olds, the kids that want to learn from someone that's more relevant, I guess. So I think he might be. That'd be great. So we're going to go to break. And Andrea, anything you'd like to say except for we're going to break? Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit VoiceAmerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. 
Influencers lead, but on Twitter, they also follow. Check out what the influencers are saying and talk back to us with your great ideas. Follow the Voice America Influencers channel on Twitter at VA Influencers. That's at VA Influencers and join in. The Voice America Influencers channel is on Facebook. If you haven't already, be sure to like our page because this is where you'll share and read stories and tips from all of our influencers. Search for Voice America Influencers or click the like button under the player today. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at umbrellasyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. All right, this is Ken Roshan on Amplified Voice America. And we are back, and it looks like the co-host might be having technical difficulties, so... I will do my best, Dave, to represent. Are you ready? Here we go. <laughs> so you were invited to be part of the Dose of Hope book, and I think you may have actually done the template. Is that correct? I think we've started it. Yeah, we're getting, we're getting to that point. should be done soon. And uh, where did Andrea meet you again? At the Celebrity Softball Classic last year uh, at the Texas. Last year, and, and are you going to be at the new one? Yeah, um, it's um, I'm excited. I hope my shoulder, you know, if I can get an injection and uh, get ready to play, because uh, it's it's such an amazing event. And when you see Zeke Elliott and all these stars like Michael Irvin, who I used to work with, and and guys like that, it uh, you know I often wonder why do I get invited to these things? I'm not a celebrity, but uh, I enjoy it. And again, I like people to look at it and go, "Holy crap!" There's a guy without le- legs out there playing softball, and if they can see that, and again, take away. You know, just that, wow, if I can do that, that's what, you know, Joe Madden of the Tampa Rays used to bring me into spring training and work out with the Rays and take batting practice and shag balls. And he'd have all these guys seeing, you know, that they had the bumps and bruises and bitching about little things and seeing me out there, you know, at at 48, 49 years old, still trying to hit a ball and chase a ball without legs. So, you know, like I said, I try to lead by example and and let my, my actions be my words and just, you know, let people see you know what i've been able to do and and realize that people with a disability or handicap either seen or unseen can make an impact in society and how old are you now i'm 56 same age as me wow it's like we could hug right now yeah it could be it could be the 56 hug there you go (laughs) so um i i I don't think i'm going to change this for you because i think you're so humble that you say it a lot of times but I, th- I know the reason you get invited. It's too easy. The reason you get invited is because you're unstoppable. You're an inspiration. You're a person that when you see your heart, not your lack of limbs, but your heart, young man, your heart, you're unstoppable. And by the way, I would argue the point I asked earlier, and I apologize for that point not being addressed better. If you had legs and you still have the same heart, you'd still be a, a hero. True. But- I, I believe that. Yeah, I don't. But then again, you know, when when you know, looking at somebody without legs can make more of an impact than somebody with two arms and two legs if they're doing something that's never been done before. Uh, Agreed. There's a lot of you Agreed. know, there's there's the Jim Jim Abbotts out there, the Shaquem Griffins. Uh, you know, our president had polio back in the in World War Two, mm-hmm. so we've we've had a lot of people that have overcome 
so much. So like I say, I'm not blind. I'm not deaf. Um, I can still drag myself around with my one good arm. You know, it's like until I don't have it, you know, until I have it way worse than others, I'm going to continue to have that attitude. Can I help people? Can I show people? Can I inspire them, as you say, or just, you know, lead by example? And that's why I say, like Charles Barkley, I'm, I'm not here to babysit your kids. I'm not here to... You know, I, I've lived my life. I've failed. I've had ups and downs. I'm nobody's perfect, and I and people put me on a pedestal, thinking his life must be perfect. He's done this, 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 and that. But you know, you work in TV, you get laid off from ESPN after 20 years. You know, with 500 other people, you re- reinvent yourself. You become a speaker, which then your career is narcissistic because you're talking about yourself all the time and telling about your life. And you know, it's it's those things where you become almost a character or a role. Um, and you have to still be humble because, you know, I, I don't ever want to take what I've done for granted. And I, and I hope, you know, I, I tell people I want to leave my legacy. You know, I want to, I want people to realize that despite the setbacks with the right background and people supporting you and love and education and hard work, like I said earlier, you know, there's no excuse for kids not doing their things that they want to do if they're, and it doesn't matter if it's sports, you know, it's like, it's, it's if, if they, if they're, they're gay, if they have a different religious thing, if there's, there's all these things that, that they need to be able to be proud of and be able to utilize those tools. And society recently is changing terminology where the entire handicap world is not part of inclusivity anymore or diversity. Those, those terms have become things to describe races and religions and, and, you know, the George Floyd and everything kind of took. So how do we make that right? How do we Um, make that right? We have to fix the bad stuff of, of what we got, you know, that, that put us in the backs, you know, as, as far as racism, as far as abortion rights, as far as all these things that are going on, a war, um, the minority, uh, of the handicapped world is the biggest minority in the world with the smallest voice. And that minority means we have ADHD or we have PDS, T- PTSD or we've, you know, we've got some unseen physical thing, you know, and, and we're the only type of um, minority. Dave? Yeah. We, I, I just want to say to you, I, I get it. I, I, I do honestly get it. And I'm not cutting you off to be rude. I'm, I'm cutting you off for a different reason. I'm cutting you off to actually make that stand for you. So if, if I may, <clears throat> let's, change, let's change the narrative to what our audience, because our audience is very positive. Um, as Andrea said, there's 2.5 million that will be reached this year. So let's, let's have the narrative be what we can do to make it right. The thing we can do to make it right is to give people with disabilities those opportunities, those jobs, the education, um, access to buildings, access to technology, access to uh, cars, access to busing, housing, um, everything that, that you take for granted. We, we've got and how does that, how's that look? I know, I know that's the, the solution, but how's that look as far as the progression from problem to solution? How does that look as far as changing it? Because first of all, there's automated cars coming out. There's uh, working from home and there's Zoom. So w- give us ways that we can actually propel a change. Most of it would be employment and taking different practices 
to to educate employers that people with a disability can make an impact and not have to be trained differently or treated differently or you know all the experiences that I went through at ESPN being the first disabled person in a major network like that and the apprehension of do we treat him normal do we judge him normally do we promote him or leave him alone how do I handle him how do I have those difficult conversations if he's not doing his job and then when I became a manager learning all those aspects but you know it's I think it's it's employment and and it's and, and it's more and more organizations that 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 help those that really don't get those opportunities and and changing you know the military could you hire somebody with a disability to create technology to work on things mm -hmm. could you hire a disabled police dispatcher in 911 could you do all of these things that we don't put these people in those jobs the Hartford Yard Goats have a security man in a wheelchair who has spina bifida holy crap how's he going to stop someone i mean people they think well he's in a wheelchair he can't be security so we have to open it up and give those opportunities, just like my parents, letting me try and fail and finding out what works, what doesn't work. But a society automatically puts a handicap or a disability as, I almost think there's a mentality attached to it that they're not as good as the rest of the world. They, I can't get the most out of them. They are not going to contribute at an equal basis as a man or a woman or someone in that same type of role. And I think it, it, it's mostly getting more and more people like me out there to show, hey, he had 40 years in TV with no legs. He's got the awards to back it up. They're not participation trophies. They were earned. It doesn't say Dave Stevens no legs. It says Dave Stevens ESPN. And I think more and more people need opportunities. The, the, the handicapped world, they want to work. They want to be taught. So, so the first part is so the first part is give a chance. Yes. The second the second is promoting results. Okay. Um, have you met the other Knicks? The Knicks, uh, Nick B, and then I, Nick I S. have not. I always get that. Do you know the other legless guy or the guy? You know, Nick Vucevic, and and there's you know there's uh, there's so. So many. why don't we why don't we create an event? Why don't we create an event that awakens the world? Um, I'd be excited about that. You talked to Robert Peterson, right? Uh, I did. And and are you aware of this other new legless guy out there, Zion Clark, who is the fastest man on two arms out there? And he's he's this twenty four year old kid. I met him at the Super Bowl. Is he in the U.S.? Yeah. And his name's Zion Clark, and and uh, we actually had a race. We staged a running race at the Super Bowl, and uh, he's fast. And I stopped and pulled out a beer and started drinking it. Where's Zion? Where's Zion live? Zion lives in California, and he's been traveling. He's like the biggest new social media sensation. He's me back in the day if I had internet, because you know. Oh, so you're in you're in Connecticut. Yeah. Nick S is in New Jersey. I think he just moved to Salt Lake City, and then Nick B is in Dallas. And Zion's in California, so and I'll be in Dallas. Uh, you know, I'd love to. We should. That would be a great. Uh, uh, I mean, wow. Plus, think about with all the uh, stage <clears throat> space you'd save with the four of us mm -hmm. missing body parts. You could just kind of stack us and condense <laughs> us in there. Right, so. That's what I love about Dave. We have so much fun when we talk. He just he uses you know, he just uses the humor of it, and I love that. Um, you I know, you're you're causing you're yeah, but Dave, you're causing something to happen in the world that I don't think you know. A lot of us speakers with legs, we just want to have a hole that we just fall into, and that would we take less space up on the stage too. So, <laughs> sometimes, yeah. <laughs> so, brother, I'm telling you, this show, as wacky as it is, it is about connecting the dots of how people amplify and change the difference to inspire a lot of people that don't know it's possible. So, um, Dr. Andrea is. The red carpet connection she brought you on the show she brings all these amazing people on the show 
she's the one that could reach out and turn us into a media story of what it is to be inspiring and what it is not to be humble, but to actually defy the odds. And by the way, there are people that define the odds with limbs. So don't, don't think this is a limbless story or a limbless conversation. This is about, we are talking about people that are unstoppable. That's the point. And I, and I do honestly think you could be on the show with legs. I'm, I'm, I mean, this is not about you having a handicap or a, a, a lack of ability in some, in some regard. This is about having a conversation about the heart. What is it that the heart says that I'm alive, I'm on a journey called life, and I'm going to make a difference, and I'm going to inspire my kids. I have three sons, and I'm going to do it. I think you would have been the same dad. I think you would have been this amazing dad, this amazing hero. And we don't know that answer, but I believe it. I really do. It's you. I hope so. I just, like I said, I, I'm, I'm so blessed that I've had this magical journey. And it's not over, and I want to <laughs> even do more with charity and continue to just motivate it. And like I said, as long as I can, I can do things and, you know, as humbling as it end, have Lee Steinberg give me an award at the Super Bowl for humanitarian. Isn't that amazing? Like, you know, I'm like, that's Lee Steinberg. Yeah, but humanitarian, that's that's actually the point, is all your awards were won without the regard for your legs. It was about your personality. Yeah. It was about your heart. It was about your inspiration. And by the way, I'll bite your nose off and I'll take, <laughs> I'll finish the job of the dog if you don't start accepting the fact that you're a great human, period. All right. I'm pretty cool. All right. And then I don't have to eat your leg. Man, I'm so glad I don't have to eat your nose. I'm so glad. Seriously, Dave, thank you. All right. Because I think I think that would hurt my Dr. Smiley image. You know what, Dave, we have an opportunity here, um, you know, with the celebrity softball game. This will be the third time that we've met, um, depending on when Kenny's birthday falls with the thing. Ken can hopefully be with us. Maybe his birthday will be the next weekend and he can come too, uh, and we can do something amazing. And by the way, if, if I can make it, Dave, I'm going to prove to you how much I love you. I'm not going to bite your nose off. I'm going to run at you full speed and you're going to catch me. And I'm going to be right. excited about that. Um, oh, his other sport was wrestling, so no problem. He's got you. Yes. <laughs> I know. I got By the way, I, these, I these never did. Still registered, you know, so. He is super strong. Um, by the way, how I met Dave was actually funny. So I was taking keep smiling pictures. It was super freaking hot that day in Arlington, Texas. And Dave almost fell off his chair and it caught my attention because I'm the, you know, always swooping in to take care of people. And um, we're just assuming it was probably because it was hot. Got, we got him some food and water and, and he was all better. But so I played a uh, nurse that day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's he, what we she met. Took care of me, got and then, water, massage that, you know, helped me to breathe better. It was one of those just dehydrated, you know, and the emotion, all the fans. So, things, so. Dave, yeah. I, got I got something that's kind of a finisher for this show that's big. And I mean, when I say big, I'm pursing my lips inward big all right you ready for this yeah you're not an author from what i understand or i'd have your book with me but you're yeah. working on a book we were kind of we've had a few setbacks um you know with people starting it in life challenges so, so, like so you so you want to hear my prediction yeah so you finished your book and you're no, looking for people even, to play you we've got a couple of okay. you know, chapters going okay so here's my prediction my prediction after meeting uh william paul young who has a movie called The Shack and having a Frank Shankwitz who has Make-A-Wish Foundation called Wishman and meeting Rudy, who has a movie called Rudy. And he said it was 10 times harder to make the movie than it was to, what, what was this about? <laughs> Are we 
telling the truth here? Yeah, go ahead. Um, go, go for the truth. I've always had the animosity, and then this is the 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 uh, this is the rare narcissism in me popping out. But like, I always thought Rudy got his movie for one play, and I never got my movie. And I played and tackled and that's, did all that, these things. That's my that's like, my point, though, Dave. Yeah. That's beautiful. So I thought you were doing this because it was uh, he was negative. But so here's here's the point: is that I think after meeting those three people, that you deserve to have your movie done, and I will go to bat for you. I will. I will do everything I can with my connections. I know Andrea has hers and you finish the book with us. You finish the book without us, but let us help you get the movie made because your kids need to see it. And also the world does. I Boom. There you that. go. You know, I mean, as crazy as the show started, do you see the conviction right now? Uh, yes. As long as Will Smith does not play my coach. I <laughs> bless you. We are actually, no, we are in negotiations. I, I, forecast that this conversation happened we're looking at chris rock he is going to probably be your coach in this, this be, awesome. i would take that i would take that <laughs> <laughs> so we have some rapid fire questions is there anything else we didn't uh, talk about in the show that you'd like to talk about before we go to rapid fire no i just hope people can continue you know if they don't believe anything you're talking about they can just google dave steven speaks on youtube and see the videos of me playing and hitting and daryl strawberry and and all those things. To get your subscriptions up. So to get your subscriptions up and your views up on YouTube, I'm going to say everything he's saying is not true. Go validate on YouTube. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> the things I do for you, Dave, I mean, it's incredible. It's, you'd think we were friends more than two days. Are right, you ready? I feel it. Yes, sir. We're ready. All right. These are quick questions, quick answers. Book that changed your life. Uh, slouching towards Fargo. And the author is? Uh, Neil Carlin. Good job. Song that gets you motivated and moving? Hungry Heart by Bruce Springsteen. Uh, oh, of course. Come on. Yeah. Um, movie that inspires you? Uh, Breaking Away. Nice. And can I add a bonus this week for just for laughs? What movie makes you laugh? Uh, Groundhog Day. Amen. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, when you were little, like, let's say like four or five, what did you want to be when you grew up? I wanted to be on TV. When you were two and maybe even one and a half, what did you want to be when you grew up? Uh, I wanted to be able to figure out how to get legs. Everyone, everyone else had them. And I was like, how am I going to get mine? That's it. We've done two questions you've ever asked before, by the way. <laughs> What's the game you played when you were a kid? Basketball, volleyball, floor hockey. How about a board game? Candyland. Did you play chess? I tried, uh, but it was just so boring for me. I was waiting for you to say, that's only for kids with legs. I was, <laughs> I was waiting for <laughs> God bless you. All right. Um, what, who's someone you want to meet you haven't met? Jackie Robinson. Gosh, isn't that weird? Did you watch the movie? I've seen all of it. I do so much research on him. Like I said, uh, I, I just always, yeah. <clears throat> I've what was the part of the movie? Reggie that... Jackson. He and Reggie Jackson are the two people I associate with. So uh, Jackie Robinson, the movie 42. What was the part of the movie that was like really riveting, impactful for you? 
I think to your point earlier, when when Branch Rickey, you know, he asked why did you pick me, and 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 Branch Rickey said I, I chose you because of who you are as a person, not who you are as a base. There were better baseball players with skills, but <clears throat> Jackie knew that he'd turn the other cheek and and not you know fight or anything like that. And again, when you're you're with no legs playing sports and everybody's looking at you. And the things I've had people say, the horrible experiences I've, I've had with fans in the stands saying things, you know, it, it's that same kind of like parallel of like, you're not supposed to be here, but I, I earned my way to be here. The part that got me was when the Philadelphia manager calls, says the N-word like 4,000 times, and he has to go in the dugout, not the dugout, but the hallway and break his bat because he doesn't want to show an outrage. He wants to keep his promise to, to Mr. Ritchie. That part got me because the aftermath of that is that he got, he got, he got sympathy for the first time because no one in his dugout was caring about him until they saw what it was, would be like if he, they were them, or that person, if they were Jackie. So that was mind blowing for me. And then when Pee Wee Harmon puts his arm around him to, or Pee Wee Harmon, Pee Wee Reese, puts his arm around him and it's like this white guy embraces the black guy and it, it changed so much. And yep. that's what we need. Totally. We need everybody to just hug each other and love each other and accept black, white, Muslim, Christian, <clears throat> gay, lesbian, <clears throat> transgender. Well, you know, there's two things that will change racism. One is traveling and the other one is being in a dugout with someone who's got to save your life no matter what they look like. That's true. Because the army and the military have always taught that the person next to you will save your life. It doesn't matter what they look like. So take care of them. Um, we got three minutes, so let's go. You got one more question, Andrea? Better save your life no matter what they look like. It's all yours, Ken. Okay. Three minutes. Where's the quote you live by? It's better to try and fail than to never try at all. Amen. So, Dave, I'm really excited you are on the show. I think that what we talked about has action items. I hope you understand that those action items I don't take lightly. We'd like to actually make you a movie, make you a star that you are, and make it about actually being a human. Because I think that's why you're so humble, is you're saying, I don't want credit for what I've done if it's about me not having legs. I just want to be a difference maker, a leader, an inspire because I'm a human. Is that right? Yeah, you, you nailed it. You All right. So big hugs. I want to come out and meet you uh, for the celebrity softball with TK Clune and uh, <clears throat> to a friendship that causes a lot more inspiration in the show. How about that? Well, thank you. And thank Andrea for bringing me in. And it's so great to meet people that are making a, a bigger impact. And, uh, you know, just to be able to be a part of that is just, it's, it's very humbling. So thank you. My pleasure. We're it's doing your book. nose, by the way. By the way, you know, your, your heart's your so nose. big, we don't even notice your nose. We didn't even talk about uh, Ability Media, which I started at Quinnipiac University, which is uh, Ability Media Group. Is we, we tell stories, do TV, we do everything for people with disabilities telling their stories. And it's been, it's been you, great. You have to say, yeah, but Dave, you have to say we haven't talked about it yet because we did. Oh, we well. held it up. <laughs> that was beautifully played, young man. All right, so uh, we'll finish with our sponsors and Stay amplified. If you have someone that has an inspiring story, you don't have to have legs. You don't have to not have legs. Share your story of how you inspire hope in the world. And we are excited to share with the world. This Thanks, is Tim Rashawn on Voice America Amplified. 
and Dr. Andrea, take us out. Thanks to Bees.Social, the Red Carpet Connection, the Umbrella Syndicate, Perfect Publishing, Amplifluence, MenFashion.com, MyMakeupLady.com, Voice America Influencers Channel, and please love on the KeepSmilingMovement.com so that we can continue to go out and make a difference in the world and help give people a voice of resilience. So we save lives with smiles by creating a dose of hope, no matter the challenge. Thank you. Keep smiling. Back to you, Ken. Have a great week. Stay amplified. And remember, when you amplify goodness, you're amplifying an inspiration yourself. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplify. Be sure to join Ken Rashan again next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go get your message heard.